welcome to Shiny New Clients, the marketing podcast that helps you attract shiny new clients to your business. We'll talk about social media, what makes people buy, how to go viral, and marketing psychology, all in 20 minutes or less. Whether you're a coach, a stylist, or a wedding planner, if you've got a service-based business to sell, this is the show you need to fill your calendar. I'm Jenna Warner, your new marketing coach, and this is Shiny New Clients. Pop quiz. What do The Last of Us, the HBO TV show slash video game, that counts too, the Titan Submersible, and the Cinnamon Challenge all have in common? Do, 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 dee, dee, ba, ba, la. Do you know? Do you know where I'm going for? Okay, they all went insanely viral. They were all all over the internet, all over our lives, all over even network TV for a little bit there. Cinnamon Challenge, that was a bit of a throwback. We're going to talk about viral content, and I want to give you something to keep in mind when you're creating content to give it a better shot at getting distributed. Am I going to promise you you're going to use these tips and your content's going to go viral? No, absolutely not. That would be irresponsible of me. But... Can we take some principles away and start embedding them into your social media content to give your content a chance at being shared widely and get in front of millions of bazillions of people? There's always a chance, my friend. There is this book, Run to Buy It. It's called Contagious, Why Things Catch On, and the author is Jonah Berger. Actually, I think he has a TED Talk too, so you could also watch that, which would probably save you time, especially if you read at the rate at which I read. Actually, fun fact, one time I went kind of viral talking about Jonah Berger's books about being viral on TikTok, and then I reached out to him to see if we could collab, and he said yes, and then I got scared and I ghosted him. Isn't that horrible? Like, he's literally, I'm obsessed with him. I respect him so much. I, like, fangirled him, and then I got scared, and I'm not a person who gets scared as you may or may not have noticed. Anywho, in this book, he gives his theory of the six principles of virality. And we're not going to get into all six today. We're going to dive into one. And that one is emotion. Don't leave right now because you're like, wait, I'm a physiotherapist. How am I supposed to make people feel things with my content? My physiotherapist friend, you can do it. We can laugh. We can rant and get angry and get all riled up and whatnot. So there's lots of ways to have feelings. So just stay with me. Do not leave. Don't leave, I said. One of the examples that I love to give when I'm talking about this is that poster that all of us had in our grade three classroom. Your teacher had it on the wall or hanging off the side of her desk. Wait, if you're a millennial, (laughs) you had this. It's a kitten and it's just barely hanging on to a little edge and it's this cute little fluffy kitten and it says, hang in there. That is like such a viral image. That was before the internet is what it is. But if we had memes in the 90s, then that's what this was. It's a meme, except people would print it out because there was no internet. Anyway, you get it. The kitten makes you go, aw, and yeah, I can. I can hang in there. It makes you feel something. So it got widely shared. It got widely printed out. If you think about like The Last of Us, there's so much emotion around that one. The episodes are absolutely gut-wrenching. I wept, I wept through that, was it episode four? You know the one. If you saw the show, you know the one I'm talking about. 
But also on top of all of the like empathy that they're like ripping from you in the TV show, there's the nostalgia that it was a video game. The video game is giving you dopamine hits. People were obsessed with the video game. They were obsessed with the stories. They were obsessed with the characters. They were in love with the characters. And then it becomes a show. So it's got so much emotion wrapped up in it. And some of the progressive topics in the show made people angry. So that went viral, 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 viral. All of this emotion. Then remember the Titan submersible? Depending on when you're listening to this, it was either literally yesterday or months ago. So the news just loved talking about the Titan submersible We because it's a horrifying thought, right? This is the um, mini submarine that went down to the Titanic full of a couple of billionaires and it was missing, right? So it's June right now. I'm hot off this whole ride that the general public went on over the last few days of envisioning ourselves in that submarine. Like you couldn't help but hear the story and think that that's your worst nightmare. Think about all of the emotion that that is triggering in us. The news keeps talking about it because it is huge fodder for clicks and for views because everyone needs to know what's happening. We're all on the edge of our seat seeing if these people are going to survive. And tragically, they did not. And then the cinnamon challenge, right? That was the other example I gave. So the cinnamon challenge way back in 2012 was one of those earlier internet challenges. I think it was, it had to have been before TikTok, right? Was this happening on Vine? I don't know. But it was like you take a spoonful of cinnamon in your mouth and then try and speak. But kids were choking on the cinnamon and then parents were mad. And then people are talking about this whole cinnamon challenge thing. And there's like an uproar about it, but the kids are doing it because it's funny. And then they're laughing at the videos. So many freaking levels of emotion. So of course it goes viral. So I had a client go viral and I never reveal my client list out of like respect for them. I currently have two businesses. So one is a program called Magic Marketing Machine where I help service-based business owners get clients from Instagram and grow on Instagram and get more engagement and run your Instagram in 15 minutes a day, all of that. But then we also have a social media management agency. So for the agency, I never reveal my client list without permission because typically people don't want other people to know that someone else is behind your content, right? And I totally respect that. So I usually don't even ask if I can reveal. So for that reason, I'm going to tell a very cryptic story of a time we went viral without giving you the details. So this is what happened. It was during the pandemonium and my now fiance and I were in a hotel room and we were watching the news and there was this trend that was just starting to pick up. And he said, hey, maybe your client should do this trend. And I text my client and I'm like, hey, I think you should maybe do this trend. And they were like, yeah, we can easily do this trend. But my client had a hit that made it a little bit more emotional and it made it a little more gut-wrenching. So picture everyone is doing this trend and then you see one that just rips at your heartstrings and then it started taking off. We used a pretty solid launch strategy, if I remember correctly. Like I have some tricks up my sleeve for launching videos on Facebook and Instagram to like get more views faster and YouTube and that. We launched this video. It starts taking off on social media. And then it gets picked up by the mainstream media. And then the mainstream media is talking about it. And then other people are copying us, which is awesome. 
And then the mainstream media is feeding the social media and the social media is going what? And so it's going wild. Next thing you know, my client is on national television at this massive event that was like aired across all of the country. So it was pretty freaking cool. And it was just such a good indicator to me that like everyone was doing the same thing. Everyone was doing this trend, but we did it in a way that pulled at heartstrings. Like, obviously, I can't take full credit. My client was amazing. They're the ones that put it together. But it was a really good indicator. Like, ah, there is something to this emotion thing, Mr. Jonah Berger. Jonah Berger said another really cool thing in his book. It was about how certain emotions make you take action where other emotions make you not take action. And this sounds so dark. And you know, I do not like masculine sales. And I'm saying this out of love, but it is easier to remember if you say it like this. And the thing is, after much anticipation, the thing is, sad people don't buy. <laughs> sad people don't buy. If you create content that makes people sad the sad people are much less likely to buy. So we want to build people up. Even if you're talking about something that's heavy, when it comes back to your marketing and your copy and your posts, you do want to always be building people up, right? Here's another example. I have a client who's a swim instructor and she always wants to talk about avoiding drowning. And I'm always, she, she'll listen to this and she'll laugh but I, because we fight about it all the time. But I'm like, do not talk about drowning. People don't want to give you your money after you made them picture somebody drowning. Talk about safety Talk about confidence on the beach. Talk about being a strong swimmer. Talk about winning the race. Try not to say the D word because it's sad and sad people don't buy. But lots of other emotions do make people want to shop, right? Happiness, laughter, anger even. Maybe. I don't know. Do we want to anger people? Yeah, anger. Sure. Even if you're, oh gosh, my boingy brain is jumping around so much because I'm kind of like arguing my own points so that I can like hear you arguing me and then I can argue back. But if you talk about, you know, in the arms of the angel fly away. Is this just a Canadian thing where there's these commercials where that song plays and they like show a bunch of kids who are without and they ask you for donations? Yes, they're making you sad into giving your, them your money. but. They're also making you feel like the hero. You're now the hero by giving someone your money. So at the same time, it's not sad, you know? Wow. There's a lot to unpack here, friend. At the end of the day, for your content to be set up to go viral, for it to be set up for success, think about the feeling you want your audience to have when they read it. Can we lift them up? Can we make them laugh? Can we make them go, ah? Can we get them riled up? What can we do? What kind of feeling do you want someone to have? And think about that next time you write a post, and I promise you, your post is going to be stronger. It will be anything but boring. That is for sure. And hey, if you're going to do that, if you're going to take one of the tips I've given you in this show here today, as a thank you, what about a five-star review? Wow. That sounded needy, didn't it? I'm not needy, I swear, but I do love five-star reviews. If you could give me a review, I would really appreciate it. It really helps the show keep rocking. As always, there's lots of free goodies down for you in the show notes, freebies and templates and masterclasses. That's all from me. See you in the next episode. Hey, babe, do I look cool like a gamer or something with all my technology? Yeah, or like, I'm just a cool person in general who knows about computers and stuff. With your pick. With all, all of my technologies, look at all of them. Oh, shit, I was recording.